0: Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind the scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. The following program was previously broadcast. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Lion's Den University Report. It is our privilege and pleasure as I've mentioned many times for those who listen regularly, uh, to travel around the country and meet dedicated followers of Jesus Christ who are active on our university and college campuses. And this time we kind of have a dual visit. I'm here in Indiana today at uh, Bloomington, Indiana, and uh, get to uh, uh, attend a conference that's being hosted by uh, my cousin, who's a pastor here at the Clear Note Fellowship uh, here in Bloomington, Indiana and um, my one of my guests here for this broadcast is a professor at indiana university here in bloomington and also active in this church and uh, so we're happy to have dr jared cochran with us uh, for this edition and uh, jared welcome to the program thank you glenn it's good to be here and uh, how long have you been a professor here at the university
1: I started in August of 2011, so we're we're nearing six years now. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, and now, where did you do your education, and what was your background before coming
1: here? I grew up in western Pennsylvania, just north of Pittsburgh in Butler County. Um, I did my undergraduate at University of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I was a biology major, had no idea what I wanted to do. Is that right? Okay. Uh, I was a pre-med student, basically. I was going between dentistry and med school, and... Uh, the Lord saved me near the end of my undergraduate career and and that was instrumental in terms of deciding where to head in terms of a career. Right. I took a year off and worked as a, a research technician mm-hmm. and uh, fell in love with science and went to grad school and so I did my graduate work also at the University of Pittsburgh mm-hmm. um, near home which was nice. My right. wife and I got married uh, Before grad school. So uh, we had two children while I was in grad school. And um, uh, upon finishing my PhD, I went on to uh, do my postdoc at Dartmouth College in the chemistry department there. Right. Uh, Which was, uh, it was hard because we were moving away from home. Uh, But the Lord used it in a lot of ways. Um, Had a great lab there at Dartmouth. And um, we had Two children there in New England, spent five and a half years there, and then I got this job in 2011, so.
0: Right, okay. um, Yeah. Great, and uh, so this is your first uh, position as a professor then? Correct, yeah. Yeah. So I'm
1: an assistant professor of biochemistry, and so I have a research lab at Indiana University. Uh, I've been blessed to have great grad students. Actually, one of the grad students I have, uh, Benny Walker, is a Christian, actually Mm -hmm. attends here at church. Okay. He's a member here at Clear Note, and... um, and uh, we actually just got back from a conference. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's been great being here at Indiana University. And, and here at Clear Note, especially.
0: Okay. And you mentioned, uh, though, that uh, uh, God got a hold of your life, I guess, while you were in college then. And was <laughs> it at Pitt then?
1: It was at Pitt, uh-huh. yeah. what, what were the circumstances? What uh, were well, the Lord use? So, coming to the University of Pittsburgh, I actually most of my life was occupied with sports and so I played soccer I was a goalkeeper and I played two years at the University of Pittsburgh on the soccer team and and through that process met uh, a couple men one of which uh, Reagan my roommate in college was a Christian and he mm-hmm. was my roommate for three years while we were in college and um, the Lord obviously witnessed to me Christ through his life um, and it, uh, it was the end of my junior year um, was when I gave my life to the Lord. And um, my wife, Lisa, who um, at the time was my girlfriend, was right. uh, was also saved within about five days of each other. And so we came to know the Lord together and and the Lord got us involved in in the church as youth leaders. and uh, we had an uh, an awesome pastor who took us under his wing, uh, Bob Peterson, who has recently just passed away. Um, But it was, uh, again, instrumental in how the Lord used our conversion to actually guide where we ended up uh, as—where I ended up in my career as a scientist because— I think the only thing I thought about was money. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to make lots of money. And, right. and, and, and all of a sudden, I started to really think about, you know, what was God calling me to? Sure. Uh, and got into the lab and, and loved it. And so I, you know, continued down the route of uh, education in, in science, uh, becoming a biochemist.
0: Right. So you're in biochemistry. What are your major fields of research?
1: What kind of areas are you, you involved with? So we do biophysical chemistry. We study molecular motors of the kinesin and myosin superfamily. So these are proteins that work in a lot of ways the same same way our car engine works. It burns a fuel and parts move, <laughs> and what do you get? You get uh, your vehicle to drive down the road. And in, in the case of our molecular motors, these proteins use an energy source in the cell, ATP hydrolysis, and they move along a, a road in the cell called a microtubule. And we're trying to understand the physics of how these very small nanoscale motors actually do their work. Um, these motors are involved in cell division, and so if we can understand how they work we can hopefully be able to keep them from working and and, and indeed our hope is that we can stop uh the motors from working in cell division so we could treat cancer and so that's probably the nearest disease that's uh relevant for our research but we're we're studying the structure of these particular proteins and how they function
0: sure and uh, so uh, you uh, then uh, believe that uh, these things didn't uh, organize themselves by accident that they're you know that we we were told that uh, originally they thought a cell was a, a clump of jello or something like that yeah, yeah but it's nowhere near
1: that is it boy I tell you what it's uh, yeah it's a pretty significant lie about how these things could just possibly randomly come into existence um, v- we just came back from a conference at the Biophysical Society meeting in New Orleans uh, just last weekend and seeing the talks there and the beauty of God's creation. I, I saw several talks on muscle and these labs that are studying how muscle works and muscle was uh, has been studied. For a hundred years, and we're still not sure how muscle works, and mm, so right? just yeah. the basic cell, um, uh, unbelievable complexity and and beauty that only is uh, the the handwork of God in creating this, and it I get uh, the privilege of actually you know studying these processes and right. trying to understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, at the molecular level. So, uh, yeah, these are certainly not things that, um, uh, you can imagine can randomly come together and, and, uh, generate such a magnificent, um, amount of order. Uh, that's, uh, this is certainly the handiwork of God and it's true. I mean, God has, he's revealed himself through his creation. He's given a general revelation of who he is through what he's created and, and again, the more I've seen uh, and studied his creation, the more an awe I am of how much we don't know, but also um, I guess I have job security in the sense of <laughs> we've got plenty to <laughs> plenty study. To learn, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plenty to learn.
0: <laughs> right. And uh, But, you know, you're not that uh, common in the hard sciences to find those who see God when they do that research. And why do you think that is? I'm sorry, I missed that. that, uh, Those in the the sciences that you're in, that uh, you would be a minority in terms of those who see God when they look at these studies. And why do you think that
1: that so many miss that? Well, as I said to you earlier, I think Romans 1 always comes to mind trying to be able to understand why man uh, doesn't see God in his creation. And, And Romans 1 tells us that um, that he, that in our in our sin, we suppress god 's truth by wickedness, and I think that 's the the fundamental feature of why scientists that are that would know god 's creation more than anyone else on the planet, why they 're not seeing God is because they actually are suppressing that truth because of their wickedness it's it 's either a combination of pride or um, uh, they're living immoral lives and they don't want to be under the judgment of God. And so the easiest thing to do is to say God doesn't exist. Therefore, um, I can live the way that I want and, and, and build up my own kingdom rather than uh, being under submission of God and building his kingdom.
0: Right. Right. So you're here at the secular university, Indiana University, and like most universities today, it's uh, very secular Mm -hmm. and not promoting the the Christian values, and here you are. Uh, Do you get a chance to uh, talk about this? uh, Do you identify yourself in class as a Christian, and what kind of reaction do you get?
1: Yeah, so at the beginning of each semester that I teach, I always introduce myself first as a Christian, and I I say I'm not just Uh, uh, a person that goes to church on Sunday, I actually believe in God and I love and fear him. And so everything that I do relates to my faith in God. And then I say I'm a husband Mm -hmm. of my high school sweetheart, who I love. And I say that I'm a father of seven children. And then I say I'm a biochemist. And I really consider myself in that particular order and it's 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 fascinating some students will come up afterwards and say i'm so thankful you said you're a christian Mm. other students will come up and say well they don't they don't actually come up they'll just actually on my review at the end of the semester tell me how much they hated the fact that i would (laughs) i told them that i was a christian (laughs) right i was interesting (laughs) last semester one of the students said uh i got a kick out of it they said um I, I really did not like when you introduced yourself as a Christian. I I thought that it was very racist. Oh, <laughs>
0: racist,
1: okay. And so, like, I, I, it, this is the spectrum that I'm dealing with. Sure. And so uh, here in the Midwest, I do find that, you know, there are, you know, students that have grown up in Christian homes and have, uh, you know, a, a godly uh, background and worldview, and it's, I, I think, hopefully encouraging to them to hear that there's a professor who believes in Christ, and um, uh, and so I try to encourage students through that. Yeah. Right. Okay. And now, you, you did have
0: an interesting reaction. I thought uh, you invited another professor, to, or you asked him if he was going to watch that debate uh, with uh, Ken Ham and Bill Nye, the Science Guy, on yeah. creation versus evolution, and right, and right. Uh, so you brought that up, and what what
1: reaction well, did you get? Yeah, the reaction was um, I thought this debate was over, and uh, from the standpoint is that hasn't Christians lost this this battle and 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 that was interesting because that was the first time I ever got that kind of feedback. Um, Most of the time there isn't discussion on um, the existence of God or um, it's just a fundamental sort of tenant of the sciences is that evolution is the truth and that dogma is sort of drilled in uh, from the beginning of the education process. And so I've noticed that it hasn't really uh, discussion doesn't even really get brought up. It's almost as if it gets shut down right away as as though it's you've already lost. (laughs) So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of
0: disappointing. Sure. Uh, and as they say, settled science, okay, <laughs> which uh, settled by who? Uh, majority vote or, so you know, how they determine science today sometimes is amusing. But uh, one last question to you. Uh, you mm-hmm. are active here in the Clear Note Fellowship here in Bloomington, and I mm-hmm. uh, wonder what uh, functions that you uh, serve
1: here as uh, serving the Lord as a member of this uh, body of Christ. Yeah, so uh, about a year ago now, I was... Um, Uh, called and elected onto the deacon's board here at the church, uh, which has been a blessing. Um, It's been great to be able to serve uh, the needs of the church and also kind of local
0: community. Great. Well, it's been a blessing to meet you and talk with you on our program today. My guest for this edition of the Lions Den University Report has been Dr. Jared Cochran. Uh, He's an assistant professor of biochemistry here at Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Report. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844, or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.